I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Spider Knight? Alas, friend Spider-Man, by what sorcery doth small ceiling torch shine forth? It's called a light bulb. Welcome to Prattle World. I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan, and in this podcast I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. Welcome back, guys, and welcome to the first ever edition of Spider Knights of the Round Table, where I get guests on and we have a round table discussion. There's, there's only one guest, and the table is, is more of a rectangle, I will be honest. Um, so it's not entirely correct for the title, but uh, we just kind of discuss things in length. So I have Dennis Whittle here with me today. Welcome, Dennis. Hello. <laughs> Hello, very fancy. Well, I'm trying to put my takeaway voice on. Takeaway, fancy <laughs> takeaway voice. Hello, yes, Hello. I'll have a chicken kebab please. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, this is your first time on the show. Um, I'd just like to thank you for coming on first of all. Well thank you for having me. <laughs> and you've got a very sexy takeaway voice, I have to say. I love it, I love it. I'm, I'm a little aroused myself. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> you stop, stop it with those dirty eyes. <laughs> so, See, I could go way <laughs> Wind it in. <laughs> wind it in. Wind it in. Control yourself. Control yourself. No, uh, so we've, we've, I've brought Dennis on today because we've got a few big events coming up in the comic book world and I wanted to discuss uh, comics in general and both of our kind of life and experience with comics and growing up and loving them and, and where they've got to now and the heights of the MCU uh, Avengers Endgame, which we've both seen, but we will not be talking about all spoiling within this podcast. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do. Spoilers. We both really enjoyed it. But Very much so. Very much so. <laughs> so, um, so first of all, we were talking about these big events. So, first off, the first thing that's coming up is Free Comic Book Day. It is on the 4th of May. 4th of May. So, week on Saturday. That's correct. Yeah. So, so this, uh, this is rec- we're recording this on, what are we, Friday? Friday. Friday, Friday. Yes. So, next Saturday, that's 4th. So, May the 4th be with you. It's also it Star is, yeah. Wars Day as yeah. well. Weirdly, two very geeky holidays on one day. Incredible. It is It is stunning. stunning. And you're going um, <laughs> to... Amazing and stunning, yes. Spectacular. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Kapow. Fantastic. Um, so, you're, you're going to host... Um, free Comic Book Day yes. at your store, the Comic Den. Do you want to Comic tell us a Den. little bit about that? Um, yes, I have. Um, I have a little little store in Oldham, little mm-hmm. little comic book store, and we sell comics and action figures and um, graphic novels and people. No, we don't sell people. <laughs> you don't sell people. No. Yeah, I hope you don't sell people. <laughs> no. That's a um, that's a different business. Yeah, we, uh, we you do have, have a basement, so <laughs> there, there might do, be some we sort do gaming of, in the basement. You do well. do game, yes, because you've now cleared out the basement, so. Mm-hmm. No, sort st- of, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 we, we clear it and then I fill it full of boxes and then we clear it. And clear it. It's, and then... a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a work in progress. Yes. It's yes. a work in progress. People play like Pokemon down there. We do, and, yes. Yeah. Um, kind of Dungeons and Dragons, that type of thing. So that's yeah. cool. So you've got like, um, it's a kind of a multi-entertainment venue almost. Yeah, it's kind of, it kind of, I think comic book shops have lost the, the, the what they used to be about. Mm. 
I think um, when I was growing up, we used to go to uh, Odyssey 7. Okay. We used to buy our books in the morning, and then we spent all afternoon talking about them. And it was we, we hung around pretty much all day, mm. either in the comic book shop, just mm. outside the comic book shop, or at the cafe next door to the comic book shop. Wow. So my life revolved around the comic book shop. All my friends' lives revolved around the comic book shop. And when I went to New York about three years ago, three and a half years ago, <clears throat> the shops over there are very similar in the case yeah. of that people people go there to social activity yeah. and everybody knows everybody even even the, the big like midtown comics um, you go to the downtown store everybody knows everybody so you go in there and everyone's talking about the new books they're talking to the staff and there's a bit of community about it yeah and I I, I look at some of the stores in, in the UK and it's very much like as to do with comics <laughs> You, you go in, it's ding, off you pop. Yeah. And no one talks comics. Hmm. So you go in, you ask them a question, they look at you as though you've just said, I'm going to kill your nan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they can't answer the question. No. Or they can't even remotely answer the question. No, they have no idea. No, because it's just a job. Yeah, well, that's so, all it is. To yeah. It's not a passion. No, no. And I, I wanted to be, I wanted to put my passion onto other people. Sounds like, it sounds like you were very lucky as a youngster because I went to comic book shops. And, well, I'd, I'd spend hours there. And I would talk to the people that were there. It was kind of like... I think it, it's still like that today. In some shops, it's like Smog the Dragon with all the treasure. And I've got all the knowledge and no one else can have it. It's like a, it's like a dungeon. It's yeah, dingy. Yeah. It's dark. It's not environmentally friendly. Kind of, you don't go in there and think, you know, um, I want to spend loads of time in here. I want to spend all day here. Like, I had uh, nobody I knew was into comics, really. Like, a couple of my friends, I, I interested them a little bit. But they, they grew out of it very quick. But it stayed with me for the rest of my life, you know. Yeah. Um but, uh, but it sounds like you had a you had a great experience and my then. my next door neighbor gave me a box of comics mm. when I was about seven mm-hmm. and they were all Marvel and they were all from probably the 70s mm. a few 60s good era good era yeah and it was a big box Hulk a lot of Hulk a lot of Spider-Man some Punisher a couple of Silver Surfer Submariner mm. was in there nice and he just said there you go read them and as like it's not a very good reader no, fair through, yeah. you know pictures and kind of took away into those places yeah. and then it kind of grew after watching Superman the movie Yes, um, and then Christopher Reeve kind of appeared, and it was like, "Oh my God, this yeah. is like he's it's just amazing. it's magic, it's yeah. magic, yeah." And um, still is to this yeah, day. No, it, still it, is. I watched it the other day, and I, and I got a bit teary eyed. Yeah, it's 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 it really touches you. I saw it the other week with my friend uh, DL Ketis, who's on at DL Ketis on Twitter or Dan Ketis. Uh, we saw it on the big screen, and Jeff East, who plays the teenage Clark Kent, was there and answered a few questions, which yeah. is really really cool. Yeah, so see, seeing that, and then. Having uh, my parents are quite quite lefty, quite liberal. Okay. And they kind of encouraged me to to read and draw and write and mm. and do all those sort of things. And then as as I kind of went to different school, I met friends who were kind of like geeks. Yeah. But like not geeks today. No. Geeks back then, they you wore a Batman t-shirt, you'd get beaten up. Geeks. Yes. You know, now it's more, you know, it's acceptable. But yes. I, there was me and uh, my friend called Mark. It was not, ex- tr- it, like, when I was a kid, it still wasn't acceptable, yeah, you know. Yeah, we, we were the only, on the uniform day, we were the only kids with a Batman team. And it was just literally yeah. just the logo, no, no designs or anything. Yeah. And we, you know, so we just go to this little shop, which is, you know, Odyssey 7. Yeah. Which is now Forbidden Planet. Yes. Spit in their face. <laughs> um, Go it, to the comic den instead. Yes. No, yeah. Yes, come to us. We're cheap. Anyway. Um, but it was, you know, our, our Saturdays revolved around the comic book shop and there was a few other little shops we went into um, which sold second-hand books and older books. Um, and that was basically, I kind of got addicted. I bought my first comic when I was 10. It was a, a Batman comic. Yeah. Do you, um, do you remember it? Do you remember yeah, like, what uh, issue? Or? 431. 431. Yeah, it's um, 1988, I think it was. Okay. And it was um, it's Batman. The Hunt. year of my birth. Oh, bless you. 
<laughs> Bless your little cotton drawers. Uh, it's and I, I never read I never read any DC. Okay. My my early comics was all Marvel, all Marvel yeah. which is really weird. I'll explain mm. that later. Yeah. But it was all Marvel, and then I saw this cover of, of Batman. He's basically hung up upside a tree, like like a bat. Okay. Like upside down. Yeah. And okay. I was like, oh, I like that cover. That's interesting. Yeah. Bought that. I thought, oh, I quite like this. Mm. And then a few weeks, months, there was another one talking about Farland cover. Yeah, yeah. He's got Vicky Vale, and there's a big cape. He's oh, on, I tell you on, what, on I I got a digital version of that. Yeah. Uh, collection of it. So there's some Jim Star stuff in there as well yes, really good yeah. so and I thought oh I like that cover mm. so I started reading reading Batman and then from that <coughs> excuse me read some Superman and then from that Teen Titans from that Group. other various things and then my kind of love for DC Comics wow came out of that um, for, me, for me for my I think the first ever proper like American comic book I got was uh, I think it was Panini I think did a lot of reprints and I like Wolverine Unleashed was one back yeah. in the like the early 90s uh, and it was kind of just reprints of his stories, and there were, there was an Alan Davis one. Um, I think it was Blood Rage or Blood Hungry or Blood something. There was blood in the title. It's, it was the nineties. Yes, you put you yes. put blood in everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's very popular. <laughs> blood, blood was very very in right then. And so so yeah, and it was it was it was like I think Wolverine kills a guy in it, but because he's mind controlled or something. But I remember the f- I think the first one I ever got was an X Men one because I. I got into comics through the X Men the animated series, which is and it's a classic. Like I still yeah. watch it to this day. I love it. Um, you know, it captures the essence of those characters. And luckily for me, it translated very easily into their current comic book form. And they were going through a, a storyline called Executioner's Song, um, spelled with just with with just an X, obviously. Uh, very nineties Marvel. Very branding. Very yeah, on branding. Very good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was about Cable and his clone and various other things. It was a pretty cool story actually. It's really good. But that was my first one. I remember like Apocalypse is in it. He's weak and he's like melting. His body's like melting because he's come out of his hibernation chamber too early or his rejuvenation chamber too early. So he's all like weird yeah. and he doesn't look as strong or as powerful as he usually does, which I found really interesting the way it was drawn. But that was yeah, that was probably my first comic but yeah my I did get a Batman one and it was a it was a really weird cover and it was Scarface you know the ventriloquist yeah. Scarface and it was it was a kind of like a claymation cover of Scarface and it was like a batarang through his head and the, the doll was broken I, again can't remember the issue but I do remember that being probably my first DC one um, but there was like loads of other kind of re, UK reprints I would get because they had a sli- they had a cardboard cover as well yeah, yeah. so they were a bit more durable the DC than... ones were bigger weren't they yeah they yeah the, uh, the and they were a bit more stuff. yeah so they're a bit more durable than the floppy ones but... yeah yeah but yeah, I, you know, from there I basically haven't stopped. I think actually I did stop in my teenage years because I, I thought I was too cool for school. Yeah, I see. I, I'm one of those enigmas. Um, I I love comics, but I also like football and, and right. cricket. So I yeah, I don't like those. I, things. I, I did. I you know, <laughs> I like both of them. I like so. women, and I was thinking that maybe if I liked comics less and liked women more, that I, I mean, I do. I like very women very much. Not that I don't like women, mm. but I thought I could get them if I didn't read as much comics. Or have as many. And how did that work oh, oh. out for you? Um, not so great. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of regret the time I didn't spend doing the things that I liked. Yeah. So, truth is, stick to what you love, and that will be pro- probably. Hopefully. It's like that was like a like a public <laughs> announcement, isn't it? It's yes. Like public service announcement. By the way, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Anybody want to call on that? <laughs> yes. Come 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 into this one bedroom flat with full of geeky paraphernalia. I would. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you see, when I was buying comics, mm. um, there wasn't a direct market. Of course, yeah. So you could buy them from shops. Yeah, just news agents. Yeah, they used to come out a little bit later. Hmm. 
um, and they used to be really cheap. Hmm. So we used to buy stacks of them. And the, are these um, the um, the Americans or would they be yeah, UK no, the UK American reprints? stuff? And there was a shop in in Rochdale um, on somewhere called the Walk. Sounds sinister. The Long Walk. It's just a path. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it changed its name to the Oriental uh, Oriental oh. Walk. Oh right. I don't know why. There was nothing oriental about it. Yeah. I mean... There was no Chinese food. Nothing. It wasn't nothing. like Chinatown or no, something like that. No. It, just just all of a sudden. Just wanted... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds nice. It sounds yeah, nice. Maybe that's what it's yeah. going. But there, was, there used to be a shop on the corner. Hmm. And um, they, used to, they used to bag um, like 10 comics. Ooh. And there used to be a pound. <sighs> So oh used to God! Kind of, can you imagine you know, that? Used to, my dad used to we used to go to the cinema. The old back back in my day, ten, 10 comics were a pound. Yeah, so we used to go to the cinema, the um, the Canon Cinema. Okay. Um, and then used to get my my pack of comics, mm. and then my brother used to um treat me as a slave for his paper round. <laughs> And as part of that, he used to buy me the He-Man comic. Nice. Um, so I used to run around. He used to time me. Right. And if I didn't do it in the time, I wouldn't get the comic. <laughs> That's a He's strange... He's a bastard. Anyway. Yeah, like a time, like a, a time trial. <laughs> yeah. So, But he knew I wanted the comic. Yeah. So I would run and post his newspapers on a Sunday for him. And I used to get the He-Man comic. So He-Man was the only kind of re- the big kind of comic I used to get. I just used to get all Americans. Mm. So I never used to buy 2000 AD. Yeah. Um, I used to buy the Commando, little Commando comics. Yeah. Um, at the war stuff. And I used to kind of, I like the artwork in them more I, than the I got the odd. I got the odd 2000 AD when I was a kid. So yeah. Um, I liked, I liked the artwork in the Commando and Eagle. Mm. I used to get the Eagle. Because I used to like the free gift. D- uh, Dan Dare was in the Eagle. Yeah, 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 Dan Dare and stuff. And then mm. went through a funny little stage of kind of centurions, you know, where you used to stand there. Oh, the toys, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're good. I like, I like them. I like them. Um, and then uh, Action Force, the Action mm. Force comic, which was G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, yeah, so. yeah. But it was because they were cheap mm. and people knew us, they used to buy me them. Yeah. But it was always, always the American stuff. Yeah. It's a nice it was, gift, though. It's a nice gift. Yeah, to I used to, I, the He Man comics were great. I can't mm. remember anything about them apart from the fact the covers were magnificent. Gorgeous. Um, and you used to get a lollipop. <coughs> oh, bless, bless me. Bless you. Sorry, carry um, on. <laughs> you used to get a lollipop on them or occasionally um, a wamba. I used to have that with there was a very kiddie Spider-Man comic and there would always be something on the cover but I would always damage the cover by getting the taking the thing off. Yeah, yeah. Which really annoyed me. I know. That's so what I hate about like stickers and sellotape and stuff on books. Yeah. It drives me nuts. And we used to go to a lot of as I was getting older kind of like teens um, I discovered comic markets. Ah. Um, and they were like just amazing. You could go with a tenner and come back with us with like a bag full of comics. Um, and I remember I remember seeing um, uh, Batman number one there. Mm. Um the first appearance of you know Hulk number ones and nice. stuff, and they were like like two hundred and fifty quid. And nothing, stuff, and nothing now. I was like, yeah. oh, look at that. You know, and now the now the you know. astronomical prices. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I'm, I, I, I've got, I'm good. With no, you've got I've, quite. You've got. You showed, I, when I went around to your house, you yeah. showed me quite a few kind of rare ones. I think you had the. I think you showed me the first appearance of Deathstroke and yeah. and a few other things got, like that. I've got lots of first appearances. I went yeah. through a first appearance stage. Did you? Yeah. Just got more. Well, they're they're, yeah, the, they're the most. Are they the most like Usually, financially? Yeah. You know, yeah. Or Events, valuable event, yeah. kind of big event books as well mm, um, okay. which have now become a bit silly yeah they're every but, they're every year now yeah, instead of every you know, like but 10 secret like secret wars was yeah you know, I, love, a, I love a bit of secret wars just to sell toys as well I know but it was a, it was a good story it was, good. Though. Yeah, it was a good, good story it was, good. Like, it was well written yeah. and um, good artwork so yeah so I, I my comic education has always been American really American I've not hmm. Sounds awful because I have a lot of 2000 AD guests. Yeah. And I love you all. Um, mm. But I've never really been into Judge Dredd or, yeah. 
or anything like I've that. T- I've tried Judge Dredd a couple of times. I, I do appreciate the character and some I, of the I stories. I like the artwork. Yeah. I like Judge Death. I like the way Ooh, he yeah. looks and yeah. stuff. I like Judge I'll, Fire yeah. and yeah. Mortis and I all I think them. visually it's really good. I've just never really... I remember getting... Like, like the thing with... When, when I was a kid, like it was again, it was in the 90s, so a lot of the comics were quite extreme. Like I remember getting like a 2000 AD and it was like a Simon Bisley... It's, it was just like a wall-to-wall fight with Judge Dredd and Meme Machine, and it was super yeah. violent and aggressive and stuff. Uh, and one, I, I, I'll be, uh, I know the book that cemented my love for, for comic books was Daredevil, Man Without Fear, Frank Miller, John Romita Jr., which I got John Romita Jr. to sign when I went to see him in London Super Comic Con, which is, he was a lovely guy, and he said, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is my finest work. And I was like, yes, I brought the right one. <laughs> so you go, Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no, it's definitely the right one. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't doing any sketches or anything, just signings. But um, but I got it. In, I went to Toys R Us and they sold uh, packs of comics, not unlike the ones you were describing. Um, but usually it was just random comics thrown together. I think yeah. it was like I think one I got was like Hands of the Mandarin or the or the the prequel to Hands of the Mandarin, which is a nineties crossover, Iron Man crossover, uh, which just has War Machine and Iron Man having a great fight. It's brilliant. And the um, Man Without Fear was in there the whole story. And again, they had these cardboard covers and they were embossed as well. Yeah. So you could feel like the texture and stuff, which I thought was a cool thing because he was blind. But again, I was like six, seven. That is not a book a six or seven year old should be reading. Heavily violent, yeah. brutal, sex, everything. It However, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, it sounds bad, but it was kind of like, almost like, I guess, porn or something. You know what I mean? Like you're hiding yeah. it. You're like, this is like, oh, this is a secret. I don't think I should be reading this. I, should, I shouldn't have access to these sort of things, but but I like it. I want to, I want to read more. I want to see more and and i've read that book millions of times yeah. i think i've got it two or three copies of it well now. It's, it's kind of like the explosion of all the british talent in america yes. they all came from 2000 ad yeah the americans like what they're doing bring them all over and they kind of brought a british style to stuff i think they, they call it brought, the british invasion did yeah, they or english invasion uh, british kind of hardcore because most of the most of the writers and people who went over hmm. were all um kind of working class people so they went over and kind of that was the showing sort of almost like metal you know heavy metal me- heavy metal was kind of working class and yeah. a lot of the comic writers a lot of kind of 2008 from what i can gather were very similar well i mean for me i think for you as well that these guys are the rock stars of of comic books you know they you know yeah it's, when you talk about them you talk about my, my guests and people yeah. i've met and this and the other i, I talk about them as all the like big movie stars because to me they are they are um, they're very much like, you know, like people say oh have you got coming to your con so I'll go through a little list and actually all... I don't think we mentioned that you run you're oh. f- you are the founder of Oldham Comic Con yes I am Yes. Tell us, tell us a bit about that. How much is a bit? <laughs> tell us everything about it. Okay, basically, Oldham Comic Con came out of my daughter's head. We we left um, a so-called comic convention. Mm-hmm. I say so-called because they had no comics. And they had no I don't guests. like that. I don't like that. And they had nothing to do with comics at all, just by name. Anyway, mm-hmm. we left that, and she basically said that was rubbish. I said it was rubbish. She says, you know what? I bet you could do better, and I dare you to. Wow. So I went, uh, okay, you're 10. Do you want to let a 10-year-old down? We'll have a go. Again, I keep going about the past. Yeah. Because um, I think I think we, we need to. I think... We'll come on, I'll probably talk about it the modern stuff a bit yeah. later on, but I think there's too many cons, there's too many... And we've lost what a Comic-Con is. Yeah. Which is about comics. Exactly. It's about people who like comics meeting the people who wrote their books. And I kind of... And about reading and about the arts and about the kind of publishing stuff. So when I was thinking about how I could do it, let's look at the reading side of it. Hmm. Let's look at the art side of it. Let's not look at people who have maybe played these characters on the TV. Yeah. Oh, let's look at where the source material is. Because hmm. I think, you know, a lot of cons these days... It's about the TV yeah. stars, it's about the movie stars. 
ignore the source material. Yeah. I love the source material. Have I mentioned that? I have, and, and well, you have, and yeah. and I have as well. Because yeah. we both love. I'm, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I'm more of a Marvel guy. I think you're yeah. more of a DC guy. I'm more of a, DC, I'm more yeah. of a Marvel guy, but yeah. I do appreciate DC, and I'm sure you appreciate Marvel as well. Old Marvel. Old Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Cla- well, again, I'm. I don't read a lot of new Marvel, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm always. I'm all about the classics. I'm. I always have been. Like this. This podcast is about underrated. You know, and forms of entertainment, be it comic books, movies, yeah. you know, movies you've never seen, all that sort of stuff. And I want to know why people haven't seen it or why they haven't, why we don't well, talk that, about it and things like that. And that's what kind of came out of the con was people, surprisingly, some people didn't know that there was a Captain America comic anymore. That, and, that makes me very sad. And when I went to pitch it to the library, we did it, the, the first two Oldham Library. Yeah. Because I want, there's a connection between reading and libraries. And I wanted that to be very, very at the forefront of why we're doing it. And also, you know, literacy levels are dropping yeah. for children. And there's yeah. lots of research about comics, especially in the States. And Lancaster University are doing a, a lot of research about how comics, can improve reading ages, mm-hmm. how they can help with insomnia, how they can help with mental health. This and so it was, to me, it's the whole kind of it's cemented in. A, we love comics for the yeah. artwork and, and reading. Yeah. We don't love comics all the time because of the movies. Because no. to be honest, when I was growing up, it was very little. Yeah. from the TV shows. We and had the Hulk and, yeah. and Spider Man. Yeah, and some of them weren't as 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 good or as well received as we would have liked them. No, exactly. And, and that's they, why we had to cherry pick when the movies did come out. We were like, "Well, that was okay. I, yes. I like those bits, but yeah, yeah. you know, was, we got it every five years or something." Yeah, so you kind of accepted the the frailties of it. So yes. we we did we did the first one, and the the other big thing about it is it's completely free. Did you hear that, everyone? Yeah. This year, Oldham Comic Con and every other year has been free. Yeah, it's 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 free because one of our biggest things is comics are for everybody and yeah. cons are for everybody. Yes. If you charge thirty five quid, fifteen quid, seven quid, whatever to get in, hmm. that's then seven quid less you've got to spend on comics and on that's the right. reading materials. That's right. Yeah. And also, if you've got a family of four and you've never been to a con before, it's a risk. It's a lot of money yeah. to, to kind of yeah. to kind of put out there hmm. and with not real kind of understanding what's going on in yeah. there. So having it free means it's completely accessible to everybody. Mm. All walks of life. Yeah, everybody. It doesn't matter what budget you've got, yeah. doesn't matter anything. It's How many kids you've yeah, got. It's 100% accessible. And as part of it, well, we give away free comics. Um, we give away free action figures. We give away free artwork. We give away loads of free stuff. Because again, it's for everybody. Yeah. It's not okay. And I think a lot of cons, and I'm not, I'm not going to slag cons off. Because no. No. I think there's, I think there's unfortunate market for everybody. Yeah. But I think a lot of them have become a bit eyebrow, yeah, and a bit kind of elitist. Mm-hmm. You know, I I went to a certain very very big con last year, and they were selling prints for two hundred quid, and it cost you thirty five quid to get in. And you're thinking, what am I getting for this? Yeah, would you pay to go into ASDA? You know, would you would you pay thirty five quid to do your weekly shop? No, yeah. you wouldn't. No. So making it free means that everybody can go. Now there's a lot of skepticism about it because people think, oh, free, it's going to be crap. No, it's not the case. No, and this year especially people have kind of looked upon it and with the sort of calibre of guests we're getting, you know, we've got we've got first timers to the UK and like last year we had Carlos. Yes. Um, which was his last ever appearance at any con. Yeah. So I think we've, we're slowly so building So for, for people who don't know who Carlos is, just... He, just he, he created Judge Dredd with John um, Wagner. He's the artist, John Wagner does the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was his last, he unfortunately died. Not, not long, long after. Yeah. 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 Um, and he was, he was great, you know, and we had some Batman artists there and some yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, queues around the, I saw queues around the corner. Yeah. I, was, I was there, I wasn't there for, I think I was there for a few, good few hours, but there was queues all day, just yeah. queues to John Wagner and Carlos. But unfortunately, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, we've outgrown the library. Mm. We've, because 
we had six and a half thousand people came last year for one day. That's incredible. Like, um, and a lot of that is because it's free. Yeah. So you do get people wandering in. You do get people. But you get there's the what's also cool is that there's people in the library just there to use the library, yes. and they and they get pulled in because they're like, "What is this? What's yeah, yeah. going on? What's why are they dressed like this? Why who's this? And why is there such a big queue? And, yeah. and who's that talking over there? It's you know, and they get they get engrossed in it because it's this big huge family event. It's not some like you know you know ugly gatekeeper that lives in the basement yeah. of their mothers like going you can't you don't know about comics and it's, you know it's also we we have it's like this year's this, this year's theme we have a theme every year okay this year's theme is be kind to each other be nice to each other yeah which is which i think is a simple a very simple thing to do yeah. but i think it's really important and part yes. of that is having accessible people comics mm. we've got black creators we've got chinese creators we've got gay creators we've got transsexual creators mm. we've got creators who've not started work until you know writing for comics until a lot older mm. we've got brand new people coming in we have such a, a kind of it's a wide breadth yeah of lots of female talent. creators because you, you know look up and look up and down the country mm. you know big cons don't have many female creators no so i made it my mission to make sure that we have female creators, mm. I want I want you know, I want people for my daughter to be inspired, and she does. She, you know, she's been around cons now forever. Mm. She's she she a comic collection is getting really good. She reads all the time. She writes all the time. Yeah, and she's you know, so she's so it's so it's so nice to see someone so young, so passionate about yeah. these characters. She had no choice because if she decided to read comics, I would have probably given her away. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she's you'll give your child away, just not the comics. No, no, <laughs> wife and child comics day. Um, but it's it's all about accessibility mm. and trying to break down barriers money's a barrier yeah no matter huge, what anyone says no matter what barrier. anyone says money's a barrier and one of the one of the things we do and i'm not blowing my own trumpet because i don't think i'm doing anything particularly no. special no no but we buy everyone's books so everybody who attends we yeah. buy at least one book from every, every single person yeah and we give them away we give them to libraries we give them to schools yeah because then even if you can't afford to buy anything from you might turn up and you, you just buy a trinket off a stall yeah. a couple of quid yeah but you want to buy the books, but you can't because you bought the trinket. Yeah. You can now go to the library and hire that, get exactly. that book out, take that book home. And, the, and there's, yeah, exactly. If you become, like, I remember, I think the first year I was actually uh, one of the library members. I was kind of helping out with uh, Mike Chandler's cosplay uh, Companions Guild yeah. stand. He had a kind of a table, and that's kind of how I got involved with uh, Oldham Comic Con and yourself and everything. Uh, and I was helping, a library lady came up to me and was like, can you give out these and help, help people join the library? I was like, yeah, of course. What a yeah. great, what a great idea. What a fantastic idea! And and I was like, yeah. Well, on the Monday they had no graphic novels left in the in the library. Every graphic novel had gone. So they were already they've been yeah. they've been taken out. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Like, during the day people were taking the books out. And this year, as an added bonus, hmm. we've got we've got bigger sponsors. Nice. Um, and no one knows this. One person knows. Oh, is this is this exclusive? Yeah, yeah. We've got Diamond Publications. Wow. Distributors. They're sponsoring us. Really? Yeah, we've got Xenoscope. They're yes. sponsoring us and uh, Diamond. Uh, Dynamite Entertainment are sponsoring us. Really? Yes. Wow, those are huge. Yeah, so they're, they're basically... Um, Diamond are giving us lots of stuff to auction off and give away. They're also going to match what we... If we buy a 1,000 yeah, books, yeah. they're going to give us 1,000 books. That's, in, that's incredible. Um, Xenoscope are giving us exclusive... Why books. is Oldham Comic Con not tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Xenoscope are giving us exclusive um, prints and comics covers, yeah. um, mm. which you can't get anywhere else apart from us. And then um, Dynamite Entertainment are giving us um, mm. exclusive covers for Amy Chu to sign. Incredible, um, yeah. This is her first ever UK appearance. She does the Kiss comics. She does Red Sonja. She's done um, uh, Poison Ivy mm. for DC. She's done uh, Wonder Woman for DC. There's so much like there's so much exclusivity going on. Yeah. And this is a free event. 
Yeah, completely this free. This is absolutely is free. Cool. All, all the panels, all the workshops, everything. There's no charge yeah. for anything. No. Obviously, limits space for yeah. panels and things. So, so things yeah. will be things will be ticketed on the day. Yeah, but it's free. But that is free. Yeah. So, get, um, guys, get in early. If you're going to be there, what what date is Alden Comic Con? 11th of May. 11th of May. Yeah, 11th of May. So, guys, um, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm already there. Yeah, you're I'm okay. already there. You're, um. But it is, it's it's for comic lovers, but it's it's for people, it, we've aimed it very much at, you've got the first time people, mm-hmm. people are just wondering, not sure, but we've got, we've got like Keith Williams, who has worked, and every, people think, who's Keith Williams? Well, he's worked on every single major title mm. ever, he also edited Spider-Man for nine months, uh, Web of Spider-Man, and um, Peter Parker Spider-Man. I've got, I've got the Web of Spider-Man number one, well, with the Charles Vess yeah, cover of him on the church. He worked on um, the John Byrne Superman. He did the nice. for that. Nice. Um, did Phantom X Men. Did loads of X Men stuff. Nice. Um, so he's he's been in the he's never been to the UK. Really? Yeah. Wow. So again, like first time, the exclusivity. I, I with him in It's New York. free. My God. I mean, I mean, um, I mean, I, I, I met you briefly during that first Alton Comic Con. I was like doing. I think I was Karnak. I think I was doing a Karnak yeah, yeah, yeah. cosplay, which was not one. Well, it was all right. It was not too bad that one. I quite like that one. Um, but uh, but I got to know you more through um, the Jack Kirby event. Yeah. So so you uh, it was Glenn Glenn Williams. Yeah, it? Glenn. Yeah. Oh, it's Glenn. No, not down. No, it's Glenn. Another. It's Glenn. It's Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. He called me a really rude name at oh, dear. last year. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Call me a C name. Oh dear, a comic book lover. <laughs> you comic book lover, you. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh, well, I, was, I was very stressed. I was very. I was very annoyed. because yeah. because we had we had some technical issues. Yeah, something going on. And yeah. he, he he was he was being a bit bit rude. Oh I, dear. And I said something to him well you know well but uh, i like i like you yeah glenn. i like glenn as well I like yeah, glenn. but um but he he um he met jack kirby a few years back when when jack yeah. was still alive uh, if you don't know who jack kirby is go out and google jack kirby straight away um because you should know who he is and you should have a lot of reverence for the work he's done and the characters he's created and the movies that you love right now all done for Jack Marvel and DC you know if you're yeah, not so, yeah. you know even even TV shows were not so well received yes I'm looking at you in humans um, you know he, he had a hand in everything um, but yeah so um, Glenn met him in his youth and made some home videos and yes. talked to him asked him about comics was in his shown around his studio he was a very lovely lovely sweet man um, and he made a kind of documentary a short documentary yeah. out of it and there was a premiere and Michael asked me do you want to come see a Jack Kirby documentary I was like what, what? yeah, yeah. Um, and we went we went uh, yeah we did um, me and Mike Mike dressed up as the Etrigan the Demon and I went as the puppet master from the Fantastic yeah. Four uh, as creepy as possible I went for I went what character can I do you weren't is... creepy at all no nah. <laughs> oh I am a little bit <laughs> but um, yeah we had some photos done for yeah. the for the paper and various other things I've talked to you about that uh, and then we got them we got to know each other a bit more and then um, Tim Perkins and various other people who spoke um, at the event about about them and I think there was one at the, one of the conventions as well maybe a talk about Jack possibly can't remember but uh, but then you you all you guys kind of invited me to dinner which I was like oh my god yes 
I want to come to dinner with all these cool guys and talk about Jack Kirby, yes. Did you get the Dark Side print as well? I did get a Dark Side print, yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. It's, it's in it's in my wardrobe. <laughs> I'm just finding the, the right space and frame for it, but eventually, eventually I'll get that up. But um, <laughs> but gorgeous. Thank you very much for Tim Perkins giving me that because that I did not expect that. Yeah. And those were going, I think those were going at the convention or the uh, the, the, the premiere of Jack Kirby, like, I don't know how much. I can't remember either. Yeah, but they were going for quite a bit yeah, of money, yeah. maybe £40 or something, and he gave it me for free. Uh, and they were they were so pleased to talk to like Glenn and Tim were so pleased to talk to me because they were like you know you're so young and you know everything and you you know you know all the seventies eighties you know about the new gods and all these kind of weird and wacky characters like the Mad Thinker and Puppet Master and things like that 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 people my age probably wouldn't know or younger people wouldn't know and that made me feel really good and really special and I think that we we all kind of connected yeah, through yeah. through our love of Jack and and his work and you know still do can talk about it you know not a day goes by that I don't think about Jack in some form or think about a character he's yeah. created uh, and it was amazing and then I think we kind of our friendships blossomed from there and yeah well, we're friends uh, last time I checked uh, yeah. just Jay I'm doing uh, yeah. <laughs> do you want do you want to be more <laughs> well that I can see a bed <laughs> <laughs> is, there is a bed there is a bed in this room <laughs> no, I, I, and it's it's and, and that all comes from the con yeah. and all comes from kind of my my vision of how events should be done mm. you should be allowed to speak to the people you want to speak to yeah you should be allowed to geek out and no one judge you about it you should be able to meet these awesome guys because you know a good 90% of them are fab and they yeah. want to talk to you about characters they, they want to talk to you about lovely lovely people yeah people who influence them so you know my con's very informal you mm. know I want people to go like I was when I was talking to Amy Chu about it mm. and she took very little convincing to come mm. And she was just saying it just sounds it sounds perfect. Yeah. Not, even in the states these days, don't really have no, comic conventions. No, there's yeah, there is a bit of a change coming. Yeah, um, I think there needs to be. I if, think similar to this country. I think the, I think if the comic book industry is to survive, it, oh yeah, it, yeah. it needs we yeah, need to do something I think, about is it. it. New York or San Diego have said they're going to give like seventy percent of floor space off to comics next year, this year, next Good. year. Well, I don't know Good. what year is. Uh, it's it's twenty nineteen this there year. There we go. It's yeah. Not, yeah. So they're, they're doing more stuff, and you got a like, big Apple Con, which is very mm. comic orientated and stuff so I used to I really enjoyed going to London Super Comic Con yeah. I know that no longer is a thing but that was purely comics yeah, yeah. And, and I loved that for, for me and we also have an old charging for signatures policy sorry playing footsie though <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello there well, um, so we don't want charge for signatures no um, that's that's another biggie of mine hmm. you know is that we don't want people to turn up and yeah you can sign that for 15 quid hmm. we bought the book I think I saw I saw Neil Adams at a I think it was London Super and his signatures were about fifty plus quid maybe yeah, more yeah. and I, and I was like I love Neil Adams great work great artist probably a bit you know you know he's he's, he's an interesting character to say the least yeah, yeah. Um, and but I you know like you, know, you said you know, me, like you said money is a barrier you know me and Neil on first names don't you F- first name basis yeah yeah. yeah. Good. Got lot. No, seriously. <laughs> We're not gonna. F- I don't. I, I don't. He's a nice guy. I, I didn't mean no, anything. No, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, me, me, we, we met him in New York. Yeah. We went to his gallery and mm. um, um, and lingered and talked yes. and, and stuff. And he mm. did, he did um, a picture for me and signed stuff and didn't charge me there anything. You there you go. Um, I think and again, I don't think that's necessarily Neil's. I think no, no. Neil's Neil's a businessman. Yeah, exactly. And and, and he knows he's got a worth. Yeah, sure. And that's great. And I like, yeah. I, you know, I I I'm, at least I'm, he's honest about it. And I am looking. You're looking at Neil. to get. You're looking to get yes. Neil. Yeah. That would be that would be a huge pull. I mean, that would yeah. be a huge win. Like he is. Um, he's the man that redefined Batman. Yeah. You know? Well, he's he's my kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. I I he's he can be a bit grumpy sometimes. Who can't? But Who can't? I I have a lot of time for the guy, yeah. and I think he's done a lot for comic books. He's done. It's not just what he's done from 
drawing them. Yeah. But he also, you know, campaigned for people to get the rights yeah. to things. Rights to characters. Yeah, and like Jerry Siegel and, yeah. and, and, you know... Um, Bill Finger? Just, yeah, Bill yeah. Finger. And, yeah, yeah. Um, he, 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 um, the Kirby yeah. stuff, he had, he had a hand in so, that as well. He was, so he's done a lot... Mm. Almost like a union guy. So yeah. So, so yeah. So there's there's the uh, not a lot of people might know about the rights of characters and yeah. the co-creation, the 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 effect of the co-creation because you know bless Stanley, you know he's gone, he's no longer with us, and you know I was, I was a big fan. You know he's not known again. He's a, he's a businessman. I think Marvel needed Stanley. Yeah. I think I I'm I'm not I'm not a big Stanley fan. That's fair. Which is which is you know as a comic fan people go, why are you not big? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel he took a lot away from Jack. And, yes. And Ditko. Yeah, Ditko. Um, you know, Ditko. So, um, so Kirby and Ditko co-created with Stanley most of the Marvel characters. Yeah, I think Jack pretty much created the Avengers. Hulk, yeah. all, all the ones you can see on the, on the, the major on the ones, cinema, yeah. you know, yeah. he, he created them. Hmm. Um, and they got paid just a kind of writing fee, even yeah, though they co-created, and they even get co-creation rights. Even yeah, even the Superman yeah. guys got and like nothing. Th- th- they were treated poorly, like you know, Ditko, um, mm. you know, died. He finally got what he kind of yeah. He finally his estate finally got money, and he got yeah, some yeah. money and stuff. So his family. I, I got wish something. I wish Ditko um, happy birthday two years ago. Wow, really? I didn't even know it was his birthday. Someone said in Midtown Comics, yeah. and I rang his, his doorbell. Wow, and um, his voice came on. I'm I'm really sorry, but happy birthday. Sorry, ran off. <laughs> thinking, sorry, you um, probably gets this all the time. You're yeah. probably thinking, bastard. I was expecting a FedEx parcel. <laughs> you know, it's just some random kid going hello. Um, but no, and uh, Superman's a prime example. Yeah. Jerry Siegel sold Superman rights to DC for two hundred dollars, and that was it. That's so crazy. they owned all the rights. That's crazy. And over the next twenty years or so, yeah. you know, and it. it and if you look at anything with 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 um, Superman in, mm. it will say now created by on everything. Even if yeah. you look at because created because they because yeah. they they won the right. They won that. Yeah. They yeah. Won that. I, th- I think it was, it was round the because I did um I did a little uh, segment on one of my previous podcasts about the Superman curse. Yes. And the fact that they put a curse on the film and the various actors yeah, that have yeah, had yeah. issues and things like that. Um, but it's a really fascinating read to read the whole their whole I, long letter that they yeah, sent to DC. I kind of and, and you know you had you had a guy you Cameron John was was delivering paper mm. and stuff to DC offices. Yeah. And you had uh, I think it was Schuster who was, was writing Superman. Mm. He created him and he was just he was just one of the writers. Yeah. Um, so they, they you know there was and, it was kind of work for hire wasn't yeah, it sort of situation yeah. and the, the and Neil kind of worked very hard. Um, I think the side one's Bill Finger. Yeah. Because because Bill Finger's only just got his name attached to Batman. Oh, like the, and it's Batman versus Superman. I yeah. Think it was his first. It was like it's appeared. not it's it's not it's not like Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. It's yeah. It's by uh, created by Bob Kane with, with yeah Bill Finger. And like Bill Bill Finger pretty much died penniless. Yeah. Um and you know in a little little apartment. Tragic. Where Bob just and he actually admitted. Bob. Well, Bob was very much a Stan Lee type, wasn't he? he was yeah, very, but he, he liked the limelight a bit. Well, he didn't yeah. even draw half of the stuff he saw. What was his? He had a, he had um, a studio in um, Brooklyn that he had students drawing his style, really? and he would then sign them and say these originals. Wow! So don't go buying Bob Kane's originals because they may not be Bob Kane originals. Oh, interesting. Um, but he he actually admitted um, yeah. there was a guy writing his autobiography, and he said how much did Bill Finger have? Yeah. Um, how much input? Yeah, and he was like. Ooh, and I was thinking thirty percent, seventy five percent. Jesus. So like everything you know about Batman in the lot, like um, yeah. Alfred, Batcave, Batmobile, yeah. the the all the only thing Bob Kane did really was the suit. Yeah, he designed um, it. Yeah. So the first couple of issues, um, the Joker, all that kind of yeah. stuff, pretty much came from Bill Finger. Wow. So and, like Batmobile, all those. Yeah. So, it, so all the classic yeah, elements yeah, yeah. that define Batman. 
came from from Bill. Yeah, so if you if you, like, you walk around a con and say who's who's Bob Kane, like, oh, I created Batman. Yeah, who's yeah. Bill Finger? Who? Nobody knows. No, yeah. and it's similar. It's similar with I think it's Jack's getting a little bit more because of Ragnarok and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Because that's to me it's just that's just, just pure Kirby. Yeah, it's pure Kirby. Yeah. yeah. And Ditko, Stanley, because of the Spider-Man movie with yeah. Tobey Maguire and stuff, mm. it does say, you know, Ditko on yeah, that and stuff. Yeah, it does, so yeah. There were some other little bits. But I think Stan, Marvel needed Stan. They needed that kind of mouthpiece. They needed mm. someone to kind of... Because if you ever watch Jack or Ditko talk, they're not very good. No, they're, 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 they're artists, yeah. but they're not necessarily the best socially. Yeah. And, you know, to be fair, if someone said they're going to, I'll pay you a million pounds to lie if anyone mm. asks you who you created, I think most people would say, okay. Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, or is it more than that, about three or something? Yeah, something, probably something, something like that. Amount. I know, he, I know Stan, Stan used to argue that it was his idea, yeah. he came up with the concept, the idea, the powers, the origin, da 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 da. So it's his idea. The other guy's just drawing it. Yeah, well, I watched I watched a documentary. Um, I think it's. Who's the guy who does Walking Dead? Robert Kirkman. Yeah, Kirkman. Believe, yeah. He does a, um, a program in the States about secret history of comics. Okay. And he did one about Dick Cole mm. and Jack Kirby. Mm. And there's a bit where Stanley's talking. And this was it was only it was only about, about a year before he died. So yeah. it's quite it's very quite new. recent, yeah. And they're talking about Silver Surfer. Ah yeah. So he gave he gave um Jack the script. Scrap went up. Jack went away. This is the it. this is the Marvel method, yeah, isn't it? So yeah. Stanley would kind of write roughly the and then story. Fill in the bubbles afterwards. Yeah, and stuff. pretty much. So Jack came back and then put the stuff down. And he went, "Who's who's this character? He wasn't in the script, and mm. he drew Silver Surfer." Yeah. He said, "Well, I think someone like Galactus would need a hill to go and get everything mm. ready and sat in the other." And he went, "All right, okay." And in the interview, he goes, "That's how me and um, Jack created Silver Surfer." Ah. So even even then, yeah, he was still saying that he created, mm. and he had nothing to do with that. It was yeah. completely Jack's. Mm. But don't take it away from me. Marvel wouldn't be Marvel today mm. if they didn't have Stanley kind of yeah. fronting it. And you know, okay, so we sold all the rights to yeah. little movie studios, mm. and they got some really poor canon. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but they needed the money. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you know, exactly. Marvel wouldn't be Marvel without Stanley. Well, I mean, it's quite interesting because Lego and Marvel almost went bankrupt at the exact same time yeah. in the late ninety. I think ninety eight, ninety seven. Um, and just look at them now. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, absolutely mm, crazy to think that yeah, you can turn I, turn a business around like that. I I'm not a Marvel fan. No. Anymore, I love old Marvel. I like Marvel, Marvel, but even up to kind of like the nineties, mm-hmm. kind of like um, Jim Lee. Yeah, Jim Lee X Men. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even some of Chris Claremont stuff, I like that kind of yeah. the X Men. Because it's classic. You know? It is classic. Yeah. Um, so he, def- I, he defines the X Men. Yeah, you know, redefines the, the X Men. The the Avengers, and I I I've always loved the Hulk. Yeah. Um, Who doesn't love that? Yeah. I've never been a big Spider-Man fan, comic-wise. Okay. Which is... I prefer Creeper, Ditko. The Creeper, yeah. yeah I, I, do li- I, do like, I do like some of the Ditko creations. Yeah. I do like his styles very unusual and things. But um, for me, Sp- Spider-Man's my favourite. Yeah. It's the one I identify most with. Well, th- I think other, that's... Other than the X-Men. That's the difference with DC and Marvel. Hmm. The reason why I liked DC more than Marvel hmm. is because... I had my own problems. I didn't want to read about someone else's. Okay. I wanted my heroes to be gods. I wanted them to and be that's very much bigger. What, yeah, that's very much you what know. DC are. I think, I think I see DC as... DC are gods trying to be human. Yes. And Marvel is kind of like these broken, almost monsters yeah. becoming heroes. These broken people becoming heroes. You know, dealing with those problems and becoming better. Yeah, and I, 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 so and it's I kind of almost, of almost the opposite in some be, ways. Being a teenager into comics in the 80s was was difficult and sometimes yeah so i didn't want to read about peter parker not doing his stuff 
Yeah. I liked the action. I liked that. Yeah. But I liked. I, I've never related. You, you want the you want the escapism. Yeah, you I, want I, the I don't, fantasy. Yeah, I never related. I don't relate to Carrie's. I never read. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Um, so you yeah. never have you never you've never gone. Oh, that's a bit like me. Or no, you know, really. I've, I've felt like that. You can't. You've never no, identified. No, for with me, it's computer. It's it's computer. escapism. Pure escapism. Yeah. Okay. I, I open a book and I I, I made a certain my, my wife and Sir and Amy. I made yeah. them both kind of oh because. I used to say my, my best friends when I was growing up was mm. Batman and Superman. Yeah. And they was like, really? Said, no, no, my best friend's Mark. Yeah. But, you know, whenever I had an issue, whenever I was mm. concerned, I'd always read a comic. Yeah, I'd exactly. get a comic out and read read through them and stuff, so... I think for me, it's the fact that somebody... Like, I, I, did, I did the same thing. Like, I would, you know, I'd have the issues, I'd have bullying or something like you know you know divorced parents whatever like whatever the issue may be i would escape through you know comic books video games what have you and i would for me i was like somebody else is going through i was feeling the same way i am yeah. someone else is going through the similar things or they're worrying about the same sort of stuff like for me that's what i liked i think yeah. so it's, it's See, com- I, I wanted to be saved mm. I think I think I'll, I'll talk about Superman. I can talk. Oh, like we're doing I, yeah, yeah, podcast. I, I know. Superman. I know you're going to talk about Superman. Um, I can. I can feel it coming. <laughs> but my um, I kind of wanted kind of the you know Green. I love Green Lantern. Yeah. I like the space stuff. Mm. Green Lantern's just Star Wars with a green ring for me. Yeah. Um, that's the way I kind of look at it. Um, and I love. I, I can't. But I said that my favorite arc is probably my favorite kind of storyline. It's probably when uh, Neil Adams and Danny O'Neill wrote it. And and you know Green Lantern, Green, green Arrow, saying like, yeah, yeah. "Why are you up there saving these people? Why aren't you down here saving mm. you know the people on the streets and stuff?" Yeah. And you know you that's the, the famous. Um, I see. I, it's the famous Green Lantern. Uh, what I see you helping the blue skins. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The red skins, the purple skins on other planet. Why? Why aren't you doing yeah, anything? Yeah. Is this elderly old man approaches him? And he says, "Why aren't you doing anything for the black skins?" Yes. And he can't answer. The, he's no. like, he's ashamed of himself because yeah, he can't. Yeah, answer. He yeah. says, "You know what? I haven't I haven't done what I'm supposed to do. I'm not tackling these social ills and problems." Yeah. And uh, he was very much kind of a conservative character, and Green Arrow was very much a liberal, wasn't yes. he? Yeah. And he would chat. They would challenge each other on these kind and of I, I, misconceptions. I, I love that area of, of, of comics with them two did because it wasn't just Marvel. Marvel did it as well, yeah. but they were pushing the boundaries. And all these yeah. kind of people who had read the comics mm. similar to what we've got now yeah. who, who are now writing and drawing the comics yeah. so they were like we're going to push this a little bit so m- you know? more kind of issue based comics yeah, we, like, we, yeah. You know, not just all the action and something, yeah. but we're going to say we're going we're to have Speedy taking drugs yeah. we're going to have this we're going we're gonna to have yeah. a rape we're going to have yeah. you know we had um, Green Lantern and, and, and you know so, so this is kind of coming out of the fantasy now and going back into kind of real world yeah. issues and real world yeah, yeah. problems so. so that was like kind of like the, the um, but I kind of I like I like the fact that they argued hmm. about stuff and neither one would agree. Yeah, you know he. They would was, never. They would never was, go. Was, they would never go. You, you're right. Yeah, or, intergalactic space policeman. Yeah. and this like guy with an arrow would hang on a minute. Yeah. they were you both. Know? Yeah, they never changed each other's minds. They were still no, no. Yeah, who yeah. they were, and they were still best mates. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's what that was. What is great about that book is that they're very politically, you know opposed that in that in that form but they were still the best of mates and yeah. would do anything for each other yeah, and you have the you know you have the famous junkie one you know all oh, of my speed you know speedy, yeah my, so green arrow so green arrows yeah green arrows yeah. sidekick became a heroin addict yeah which my, my ward is a the, and that was a big thing in new york the, the cover yeah the, straight through and well the cover the cover depicts yeah, printed without the comic code yeah exactly the cover depicts his teenage yeah. sidekick 
shooting up heroin. You know, yeah. that you don't see that in comics. You probably don't even see that today in comics. Not really. Well, you, you do know. get a bag of them now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but that yeah. was like kind of like also Greenland to go, hang on a minute, you're lecturing me. Yeah, yeah, look, know, at this, look, yeah. look at this. Look at this sort of stuff. Because like, oh, he, right. he starts beating up Speedy and he's like, how can you take yeah, drugs? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, and then Greenland's like, well, you can't handle it like that. Yeah, you've got to find why he's doing yeah. that. And it's like the other it's fascinating, so fascinating. So, he, so he did, they kept flipping all the time, mm. which is, I love that. I think yeah. it's great. And then, like, you know, it, it, I, I'll be honest, like, they are, they're, they're a little bit dated in a, in a way, because I've read them fairly recently, because they're, they're a little heavy handed. Not preachiness, but the, you know, the, the messages they're trying to convey. Yeah. But that was never done. No, and and that I, think that, I, think that's, I think that's why it was heavy-handed. I think that's, mm. and I love old comics, mm. and I they're almost like a history lesson. And I there's, there's like Justice League books, and there's one of them I can't remember which issue it is. There's a, they're in a stadium, yeah, and people have been minds have been taken over. Okay, so they're attacking the Justice League. You know the racism and stuff coming out of the crowd against like you know um, the Justice League, and we're gonna go after this person, that person. The commies, and really, and you're reading and thinking, all this oh. hatred's coming out. But in the reprints, they've kept it in as well. Yeah, which I think is really important. Mm. Unlike Beano, when they they've, they've edited all yeah, these things edited. out, like oh, it never happens to yeah. Dirty Secret. Yeah. Even in the DC reprints, mm. they're still in there. I know, I know for a fact they did that with the the Captain Marvel. Yes. So, so yeah, the Shaz- yeah, yeah. Shazam books. Yes, they yeah, kept, yeah. but they they did do a foreword explaining why they've yeah. kept it in. And I think it's really important because it shows how far we've come. Oh, definitely, yeah. You know, and I, we just ignore it and say. Oh, but we no. need to like with those issues. If you you know, it's like book burning, isn't it? Like Nazi yeah, yeah, book yeah, burning. Yeah, yeah. If we if we're destroying these things, we're not going to remember why these are offensive yeah. or why we're you know we don't do these things we don't say these things anymore we need yeah, to exactly. we need to remember our faults in order to to not do you know not to repeat them in the future but having said Was all it, that I butchered a famous <laughs> quote there somehow yeah, but, <laughs> but having said all that I did like um, Batman being an insect in the 60s <laughs> and, and Zebra Batman Zebra Batman yeah, yeah. all the rainbow yeah, Batman I like all that kind of yeah all those kind of kooky weird yeah ones, but I yeah. like them I like them to hate them if you know what I mean because my, my yeah. Batman is is definitely the modern the grim, Batman. Yeah, the yeah. Grim Avenger. Um, I hate the 66 program with an absolute passion. I, th- I think with the, the 66 program was a send-up, and it was like an obvious kind of representation of the comics at that time. I just, I just you know, I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know I, what you I mean. Can't, I can't, you know, I, I, I almost threw Amy into My friend it, Dan Keaton's the... bringing him up again. He loves oh, the 66 Batman. I hate it. Some, <laughs> some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Blow yourself up. <laughs> That's what I say, you know. And I do love it. I do, I read, um, I reread uh, Batman Venom for the podcast recently, yeah. and it reminded me of because uh, he fights a shark in it. Yeah. And uh, I think he makes a joke about the shark repellent, and I was like, I, was See, like, I love Batman Venom. Yeah. Batman Venom is a great it's book. Great, it's really good. Such a good book. Yeah. And it's a great. It's a great kind of prequel to the whole Nightfall saga and yeah, the Venom but it's kind and of Bane. like him realizing I can't do these yeah. things. You know, and I'm gonna do the. Oh, I like this bit too much. Mm. I like the power. Like yeah. he's had the power ring on before. Yeah, yeah, he's had you know, all this. He's, he's had, he gives I mean, it away because he's yeah. like, it's not, it's not natural. It's not right. Yeah. I don't want to do having, it. Having that drug and mm. you know being completely addicted to it and having to go. What I liked is um, I tell you, I Denny to... Denny O'Neill wrote it. Yes. Um, yeah. And I know he's had issues with alcoholism. Yeah, yeah. And he wrote a run on Iron Man as well, where he had his second bender. It was like it was. It probably went on a little too long. The bender, yeah. but it was just so well done and so well written and Captain America's confronting Tony Stark and going you know you need to you need to get help but you need to know when you need help yeah, yeah. my dad was an alcoholic too so I understand where you're the problems you're dealing with but you yeah. can't help yourself until you decide to do read, that read, read Batman Venom it's great yeah read Batman Venom read yes. Batman Venom you can get it in listen the... to my podcast yeah. read Batman Venom yeah. do both it's, it's do it at the same time trade paperback is it available um, at the comic den 
Uh, yes, we still have it very quickly. Okay. Whenever it comes in, it's one of those books that goes quick. Because I, I talk about it a lot. Yeah, so, it's, you know. it's fantastic. And you're right, you know, you've got the Bane leading to yeah, it, you've yeah. got kind of all the... Uh, Santa, Santa Prisca's in it as well, yeah, they've got Santa Prisca, yeah, yeah. which is where Bane's from, yes, the prison yeah. and everything. So you've so. got all this kind of build-up to it. Yeah, it's, and it's quite disturbing to see Batman, like, maniacally laughing, and, like, his, his shirt's ripping. Yeah, his, and then his, his, his um, what's, uh, kind of recovery, lock, locking himself in the Batcave. Going com- cold turkey. Yeah, cold turkey's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, speaking of that, what, what kind of, what books would you recommend for, for people that have never read any comic books? Like, like say, say, you're, um, say you're an adult, for example. I'll tell you what. What's good for, what's good for young children? What's right. good for teenagers? Okay. What's good for adults as a kind of a gateway drug, so to okay. speak? <laughs> right. Uh, well, if you want superheroes, yeah. you've obviously got Marvel DC. If you want more kind of adult stuff, Image, Dark Horse, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the indie titles, yeah. um, Ver- um, Valiant. Yeah, yeah. But even with DC, you've got Vertigo. Which yeah, is true. Yeah. Stuff, Vertigo, so got, yeah. Vertigo has some of my favourite books. Yeah, so you've still got kind of that sort of... But you see, I don't really distinguish between kind of adult books and teen books. Okay. I kind of think they're probably the same. They do well, have a, they do have an age rating on them now, don't yeah, they? Yeah, woolly though. Yeah, it's, um, it's so, yeah, it's a, it's not. The, yeah, there's there's a Wonder Woman book that came out a few weeks ago. It's got a cut in someone's head off. Okay, and that's teen. Okay. So, um, but then you got the Black Label stuff now, which yeah, is allegedly yeah. adult. You yeah. Know, with the Batwang. Oh dear. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, eighty years of Batwang. <laughs> I, I, I can yeah, I kind of from a comic point of view, mm. you you look for kind of like Batman fifty, Batman seventy five. Yeah. Areas we can jump on. Like at the moment, um, I think in two months time it's going to be City of Bane, which is going to be the, the big Batman event. Nice. Um, Sounds so, great already. I'm yeah, sold. Well, the, have you read the, the the wedding stuff? No, I've not read the wedding stuff. Okay, well it comes out of that. Um, so you've got the wedding stuff and you got the the Bane. So jumping on to kind of events, which mm. is a good way of getting started, but. For me, get a graphic. Yeah. Get something like the Batman re- get the rebirth stuff for superheroes. Okay. Um, and get the essential collections for Marvel. Yes, I, um, I've got. I think I've got one in, in this you, room. Yeah, because in the essential collections you have kind of the original, the origin story of the character. Mm-hmm. Then you have two or three kind of pinnacle stories. Mm-hmm. The essentials um, are in black. Are they in black and white? No, they're in color. Are they in color yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got the. I remember the black and white ones they did. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like a UK exclusive. They've yeah. got the UK number on the but you know the, ah, okay. so the, the the UK. I love Batman. Mm-hmm. I love I love Superman. I cannot. You love, you love yeah, Superman. Yeah, I do. It's 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 weird. <laughs> but, you know, um, you can Depends how much you love Superman. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I I do. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I'll get, I will come on to Superman. Um, any of the rebirth stuff. Yeah. Because it's the relaunch of the characters. Mm. Um, and anything what came after kind of like Dark Knight's Metal okay. that was like a soft reboot. Yeah. It didn't actually change. So this is all quite. This is all quite modern stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, older stuff. Any of the graphics. Any kind of like the the collections they do. Yeah. Like DC do these massive collections. Yeah. And you you have at the comic den you have yeah stacks and stacks of of the graphics we, and the trade have, paperbacks. We have lots of trade. We have lots of the main collection mm. of the omnibus versions. Spider Man sells very well because I think Spider Man's an all age comic. Yeah. There's you're not going to pick Spider-Man and see someone's head being cut off. No. And if you do, it's going to be slightly off camera. Yeah, it's not going to be. Um, yeah. You're just going to see some legs or something. Mm. So you can't go wrong with Spider-Man. Captain Marvel and Miss mm-hmm. Marvel. Yeah. Miss Marvel especially. Is that the Kamala Khan? Yes. Kamala yeah. Khan, Miss Marvel. I think Marvel. that's awesome. I think um, kids love that. I do like I do like. I've, yeah. I've read, I think, the first seven or eight. And she, she's so positive about everything. Yeah. She's, um, she's a fangirl. She's a yeah. comic book fangirl. Superhero um, fangirl. That's really cool. I, I, Faith. Which is a, a valiant book. Yeah, I've heard about Faith. Faith yeah. and um, Harbinger and stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Faith is great. Faith is um, a uh, how to put how to put it. Um, she's a chubby white girl who's clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> put it as 
You put it as delicately as I wanted. <laughs> Which is what, it, and that's what it is. She's a BBW, know? a big beautiful woman. Yeah, she, she's 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 not your typical super. She's she's yeah. not wearing the skimpy skin tight clothes. She exactly. Wears. I think that puts off a lot of uh, a lot of uh, female readers because yeah. they go, oh, you know, the uh, giant breasts, tiny waist. Yeah. unrealistic body types you know it's not fair I can't cosplay that and things like that but this this character is yeah, for everybody yeah Faith, you know? Faith is great and she's clumsy she can and she's quite relatable My, um, Sarah and Amy read, 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 read Faith. Faith yeah um, Kingdom Come for an adult oh I the, do the, love Kingdom the, yeah, Come yeah Bill Alex Ross yeah um, oh so good Watchmen that's I mean back in the 90s there was like these books that were like coffee table books yeah, and Kingdom yeah. Come was yeah, one of them Kingdom yeah. Comes uh, Marvels as well I, I love Marvels they just reissued Marvels yeah like a comic form with all Stuff in Marvels is yeah, great. Again, this is all paint. Alex Ross is um, one of my favorite artists. He does photorealistic yeah, yeah. artwork. Uh, it looks, you know, it, it looks like they've stepped out in real I life. I don't like the way he draws Superman. Fair enough. I think that's fair. But that's that's, yeah. that's all. I like his Batman. But yeah, all his all, it, it does look his work yeah. does look beautiful. But um, I don't Spawn. I don't particularly I don't Spawn's yeah. great. Spawn, yeah, that's uh, Sp- image Mc, as well. Image, yeah, McFarlane Spawn. Um, obviously, Walking Dead. Yeah, probably the first twenty-five issues. Okay, mm. I think it's coming to a close, isn't it? Isn't it recently? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's it's. it's uh, I know yeah. Invincible. Invincible's a big a big yeah. one. I know Invincible. We've got them. We've actually mm. just got them in, and um, a little bit of trivia for you. Yeah. Ian Richardson, who's at Olden Comic Con, was the first ever character to draw him. Wow. He also draw it on the wall in my shop as well. There you go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I know uh, uh, another podcast we I uh, listen to and friends with uh, at Nerds Chatting. Can't say enough good things about Invincible. They love Invincible. Yeah. yeah. I've only read the first three volumes, um, but I did really love what I read. I just, the first one. I just haven't carried it on for some reason. Um, kids comics. The, the things about kids comics, they're either really stupid and they, they talk to you like they're stupid. Kind of a Teen Titans go. Yeah, um, which is fine. There's a market for yeah. that. But DC have just done DC Inc. and DC Zoom. Now, DC Inc. is kind of a teen, more aimed at the manga market, I would say. Okay. Become the bat- a little bit bigger than manga. Yeah. They're, they're stylized. They're one colour inside the tackle like for instance the mirror one which has come out um has got um tackling gay um, relationships in and things the cat woman one's come out it's going to have um abuse and things in it so right, it's right. and self-harming okay so there's things that teenagers i think deal with today i think yeah. is that kind of stuff and dizzy zoom it's just kids books yeah it's just proper like you know batman and superman as kids yeah. going out there and having a laugh and i think that's i think that's good to be aware of for for parents and families buying yeah, these books yeah yeah um, they can, you know, you can obviously flick through them and see if they're appropriate um, for your child if you don't want to, you know. Yeah. But but not everything's, you know, you know, Batman versus Superman, blood and guts, and no, you know. No, no. Most mainstream comics, hmm. I would say, aren't like that. A no. lot of the indie stuff are. Oh, a lot, a lot yeah. of the indie stuff is. But I think the shock factor with some indie stuff gets a bit too like oh. God, they're doing it for like a yeah. like a Mark Miller. Yeah. And he does oh, like the yeah. yeah. It, it kind of it, it gets boring. Hmm. Um. I I talk about coming like Elseworlds hmm. um, and what ifs. Yeah. If you want to read something different but the same, hmm. re- uh, Marvel's a what if. So what if the Punisher became Spider Man? Yeah. What if um, Hulk, Grey Hulk, stayed? What yeah. If, you know what if Thor had a you know air cut and be a belly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Possibly in one of the Marvel multiverses, that yeah. might be true. Um, and then with DC, you've got um, like Speeding Bullet, which is. Um, I do want to read that. Speeding Bullet's great, and yeah. we have it. Um, might have to get it. Sp- Speeding Bullet is basically Clark Kent's parents get shot, not um, Bruce Wayne. So he puts the bat suit on, but he's got Superman's powers. Sweet. Um, Sold. <laughs> yeah, you've got um, Kent's, which is um, Bat Superman lands in Wild West. Cool. 
You've also got Cal, which is yeah. um, medieval. You've got mm. Knights of the Round Table. Sweet. So, so Spider got... Knights of the Round Table. There we go. Um, but Good segue. Batman with the Ring. Oh, the know, Green Lantern Ring. Yeah, Green yeah. Lantern Ring. You've got Lord. You got uh, the, one of my favourites, which is really underrated. There's two. Two is Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah. Which is Batman against uh, Jack the Ripper. I've read the. I've no. I've not read. I've seen the animated movie, but I know the book is very different. And there's a new version out Noir, which is all black and white, which is beautiful, nice, hardback, gorgeous. And one called Castle of the Bats, which not people think. Like, I've heard of this. I yeah. have heard of it. So Bruce Wayne's parents get killed, da, 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 but he doesn't become Batman. He builds Batman. He builds a Frankenstein <laughs> um, to go out and do it. And it's and it's painted. The cut, everything's painted. It's all the pa- artwork. I can't remember who did the artwork, but yeah. beautiful. But you've got loads of these, loads of these like collections now with them all mm. in there. You've got like Red Sun. You know, I love Red Sun. Yeah, is one of the best Superman stories. Ever, yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, um, you know, whatever you think of Mark Miller's work, that is probably yeah, some of his best. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think his early stuff's better than anything. Yeah. I um, so Red Sun. So those are sort of, but you can't you can't go wrong with going in and picking up a rebirth. Um, no. they've all got little things up and they're all numbered and again the, the, the rebirth is basically a kind of a reset yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a jumping on point for, don't for get, new readers for new readers don't get hung up on the numbers yes because the story arcs yeah so it's nice sometimes, sometimes they're labelled as story arcs so they'll yeah, be yeah. part one of City of Bane or something yeah, like that yeah yeah or like um, um, No Man's Land or something yeah like that. things so like that so don't be people coming in and say well, they can't get a number one they're not going to buy but yeah. it doesn't matter because they're the story arcs what, what was what's interesting to me what I like I, m- I remember um, I listened to Kevin Smith's podcast and he said when he started writing comics they were like he was like they said to him every every comic is somebody's first comic so that's why they always have a little kind of introductory thing like Daredevil was blinded at birth yeah, yeah. and did a, like, blinded in an accident and got his powers this way you know Always did that, and he was like, "No, why? Why they know this? Everyone knows this. They, you don't need to be told this again." They're like, "No, no, every comic is somebody's first comic. You yes. have to, yeah. it has to be introduced. So it's not, you're not jumping onto a story that's been 20, 30, 40, 50 years progressing. It's yeah. just one part of one small story you're reading, and it yeah it is a continuation. I I like new customers to come in and ask questions. One, it's fresh meat. Hmm. So, so straight away I can say DC's better. Yes, yeah. my shop. <laughs> straight away. There we go. Straight away. But the war continues. Yes, and um, but the, the other thing is, is like new customers struggle because you've got this like eighty years of continuity yeah, in, in, like, in some of the in some of the books. Mm. But it's a case of saying we well, don't have to. Don't worry about that. You know, there's always jumping on points. Yeah, definitely. And buy the graphics. Yeah, exactly. Because the graphics it's got a complete yeah. story. So like Death in the Family, buy Death in the Family. It's great. You know, yeah, um, buy this. Buy go out and buy. Buy. Don't buy the Clone Saga. Don't 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 buy Spider Man no. Clone Saga. Spider Man Clone Saga is not. I mean, I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be, but it was. No, it, it was far too long. Far uh, too long. Buy Maximum Carnage instead, which is nineties book. My Maximum Carnage there is great. It yeah. is good. And if any book sums up nineties comics, there's Nightfall mm-hmm. and. Um, Maximum Carnage for me. Yeah, death. What's yeah, yeah. Nightfalls. I, I used to have the tape. There was a tape uh, audio drama. Yeah, yeah. A BBC audio drama, and it was Nightfall, and that part. Another thing that got me more into comics, more yeah. into Batman, especially. I've got, I've got it on CD. It's yeah. Great. yeah, so so. John good. Paul Valley and you know yeah. as bats. Which I I was talking to Ian Richardson. I love name yeah. dropping <laughs> on the phone to him. I was like, I, my 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 spare bedroom is like a fourteen year old boys' bedroom. With action figures everywhere. <laughs> Some like light there. No, not unlike mine. Yeah, you're more you're more of a. 15 year old boy okay fair enough, fair enough so I'm like they're talking to him said you know you know what I like Asbats I like his suit yeah you know visually it's very pretty yeah I think the you know? the, the earlier one like the later one towards the end of Nightfall yeah, yeah. doesn't look it's too bulky and but stuff. I like that but that initial that initial one I really like you know you look at the 90s you know you had the Wildstorm you had all these kind of yeah, big yeah. characters you had you know all these 
all these teams coming out of yeah. Image and uh, violence, know. blades, yeah, and, that and sort of stuff. the one thing that you know DC what was kill Superman off. No one likes Superman as killer. Yeah. People are saying Bruce Wayne, why doesn't he kill him? Well, we'll give him a Batman that does kill people. Yeah. You know? And they did that with Captain America as well. Um, Iron Man was replaced as well. Remember, Captain America was uh, took, took over by Johnny Walker or John Walker. Yeah, yeah. And then the Red Skull had his whole family killed. And then there's him with like a, you know, shooting an Uzi and and he, he kills these guys and he walks off. He's this horrible, like, grin, like this horrible, like, evil grin. Uh, that's That story is called Captain America the Captain. It's amazing. He gets, he basically, the government says, you've got to work for us. You We own you. We own Captain America. And then Captain America takes on another guy. It's not Nomad. He, he becomes the captain. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, so the fact that they had this mentally unstable Captain America was chilling, really yes. chilling. Oh, because he's he's Superman. And he? Captain yeah. America is is yeah. that kind of. He's the, he's he's the. I mean, uh, he does. He has shot people and killed people, especially in the war. But you know, he's still he's Superman. Yeah. People think this thing about Superman doesn't kill and Batman doesn't kill. Mm. Batman nuked people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he killed Rezo Gul and turned him into dust. You Fair know? Play. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. he's 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 killed people. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Superman used to like be quite like Superman and Batman were very kind of vicious in those early yeah, comics well if you look at kind of white collar people wrote them you mm. know Superman originally and Batman they went after mm. kind of like criminals on the street mm. so you had you had Superman going after the guy who's you know like a loan shark yeah, yeah. sort of stuff like you had Batman doing the same thing Batman with the, with the, with the gun and these yeah. lovely purple gloves and yeah. stuff so you had you had these kind of very white collar people earthing who, who they were supposed to mm. be against not just yeah. Lex Luthor and all these big like, no, no. dark side and yeah. stuff it was just it was kind of gangster it was real life problems yeah, real life yeah. issues just 1930s gangsters you know and yeah, that's, that was a big it came out it's a big issue you know it was probation around that time uh, prohibition sorry um, and no, yeah. I completely forgot my point. It's <laughs> alright, don't worry, don't worry. I did have one. Don't have points about it what were we were talking about. We were talking about nineties comics, talking about violence. I think that violence, was it. Yeah. About, so you know, to to have a violent Batman and have yeah. a Batman, it's you know, and you uh, get they they literally they've given the the what the audience wants. They've given yeah. them what they want, and then they go, oh yeah, I don't well, know, don't know if I like that. That's why I don't like about modern Marvel. There's a few. There's a few. I like, I love comics. Yeah. The, the, the kind really? Of, I, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed. But the, the kind of who I am, yeah. if that makes sense. I, I agree. The, the Sarah basically says... Ingrained in me yeah, as well. If, if I cut open, I, I came bleeding kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I do... Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I, 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 but I don't, I don't necessarily like the business. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, I, I'm an actor. I don't like the business. Yeah. <laughs> the acting business. I don't, I don't like variant covers. I don't like... Shiny, shiny ones. I, I, I was a lie. I do like them, but I don't like the fact you got to buy a hundred Marvel comics yeah. to get one. Yeah. Which completely skew with kind of figures about buying, and it, it screws mm. the fan. Yeah. And um, well, you know, DC. Again, mm. I'm gonna do a bit of DC yeah. versus Marvel. Do DC, it. you can buy any any variant you want. Yeah. And for the same price. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. It's done. And that's it. Yeah, you've got that um, covered. And I don't, I don't like change just for the hell of it let's talk about what you really what you don't like so what you don't like maybe at conventions what you don't like at the shop mm. what do you don't like at you know what, what what's your like, don't like pet... people <laughs> people are your pet peeve I don't like people no I am business I don't like direct sale right Okay. I, I think you should be able to I like, I've got, this is really super stupid I've got on a comic book shop and I don't like direct sale but I think it means that there's no leeway. If something messes up, mm. you can't say, oh, well, i tell you what, uh, I'm going to go to, a, you know, like Sky, I'm going to go to Virgin. Yeah. There's no way you can go. And for the for the part-time reader, I know this has been slightly addressed with DC yeah. doing the Walmart books and things yes. like that. Yeah. 
But in this country at the moment, it's either Panini, which have lost the contracts, I think. Yeah, I think um, so, yeah. You know, there's no way you can buy comics from a comic book shop. So if, you, if there's no comic book shop in your street, it's eBay and stuff, but you can't go and just geek out. Yeah. So I don't like the directs, and I don't like, I don't like the way that Marvel changes stuff just to get sales. And that's... Yeah. <laughs> so they kind of, they're very much into fads, I think, Marvel. Yeah. Like, it, even going back to like 60s, 70s, like Kung Fu was very in, so there yeah, was yeah. Shang-Chi, Iron Fist, Black Exploitation was in, so you had Luke Cage. And it's not because I'm a woman hater or racist no, no, no. or anything like no, no. that, no. I think. Because the, the, if you change... The, okay, Thor changed into a woman. Yeah, okay? Jane Foster became Thor, yeah. yeah. Not only is it poorly written, okay. not only is it poorly executed, there's no point. There's no reason for it. And you, th- and you think, well, why have you done that? Because so is, is this... Are you talking about, like, tokenism? The, the idea yeah, of tokenism, yeah. When, when, when you change... Captain America to Falcon, that made complete sense. Perfect, yeah. It worked perfectly in the story, what mm-hmm. was being told. It made sense that he would take on. For the growth of the yeah, character. It, everything made, and the story was well written, it was well executed. I think, I think it's one of those things that, like, why why was Carol Danvers not Captain Marvel years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. Why was Falcon not Captain America and, years ago? And it wasn't it wasn't case, right, we're going to have Falcon as Captain America, we're going to have Captain America number one. So we're going to make it, it was, it was just, there we go. Yeah, just carrying it, on. It, it was done. I think they did change it to Captain America Sam Wilson because yeah, yeah. they brought back Steve as a captain. They had they two did. Captain Americas yeah. going at the same time. But it made sense. Yeah. Now, Perfect. just to change something... For the sake of changing it. We would never change Black Panther. We would no. Ne- we would never no. say Black Panther's going to be white. No, of course And not. I had this argument with, with a woman in, yeah. in Malta about it. Okay. And <laughs> she basically... her Well, he's 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 an African you know, king Prince, or whatever. Yeah. Well, well... well Okay, hmm. but he's a fictional character, and from what I can gather, Thor is pretty much apart from being a frog, he's pretty much always been a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't like that. And, no. and the thing is, if you're going to change, keep it that way. Yeah, now, keep, it, gonna, keep it organic. Yeah, if you're going to change yeah. Thor into a, into a female. Hmm. Let's not have it for four months. Let's have it for years. Yeah. Let's make it into yeah. into the story. Hmm. And I don't like the way that Marvel kind of all of a sudden Bobby's gay, Iceman. Yeah, I mean there were there were I will say I will say that about Iceman. There were hints like but, in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, they made a massive deal out of it. Where yeah. you got Batwoman. Yeah. Who oh I think at issue twelve. Yeah. Like, you didn't even... I think she was in fifty. She was introduced in fifty two. Yeah, yeah, but you kind of it, it was mentioned. Yeah. But it was the words were never mentioned. I think what it, I think what it sometimes has to be is it, it, there have to be a character who happens to be. Yes. A woman the, yeah. who happens to be gay, who exactly. happens to be black. That doesn't defy the character. Exactly. They have to be a fully functioning character. And if you took those elements away, they would still be a yes, good character. Very much so. But I find Marvel sometimes struggle with that. Yeah. They sometimes make the fact they're gay or transgender or whatever, they make mm. that the focus of the character. Yeah. And it's not, because you don't make a big focus over the fact that, well, you did in the 60s, but, mm. you know, Iron Man's yeah. should be riddled with syphilis and, yeah. and stuff yeah. because it doesn't matter mm. so why why do we make it a big deal now now I I, I, mm. I think comics now are far more accessible to everybody we have more arguably, diverse characters yeah. than we've ever had before I mean arguably I think I think comics for decades have been flying the flag for diversity very much so yeah, way yeah, before yeah, movies yeah. way before TV way before anything else we had a black female Captain Marvel yeah. in um, you know uh, Monica Rambeau's amazing character who's in the most recent movie yeah, as yeah. well um, he's probably you know, the strongest character in the movie exactly yeah, yeah. technically you know, we've we had that years ago. We've had Black Panther was introduced. I I said to somebody yeah. the other day, Black Panther was been around since the sixties. She went, "What?" I was like, "He's been around since the sixties. He's mm. he's always been there." And they were like, "They're like, oh, I thought he was quite a modern thing, quite a modern character." And I was like, "No, 
They've uh, Marvel and DC, like DC, maybe not so. They weren't so great with the kind of diversity thing early on, but they kind of yeah. It, again, yeah. Going back to Neil Adams, like John Stewart and yeah. stuff like, he's very proud of John exactly. Stewart coming, yeah. you know, doing stuff like that. But we, there's certain things that we, if we're gonna change mm. a, a guy's color or gender yeah. or whatever, then it needs to be in context of the story. Yes. And it doesn't matter whether we change Black Panther white as long as in the context of the story. Yes. If we're just changing it to get sales, mm. and that's what happens. Like when when mm. they when they did there's a spike in sales. Yeah, and Thor's never it's like, from it. it's like it's like when they it's like when they kill off a character there's a spike in sales yeah. but it's but it's only for a small amount yeah, of time it's like Thor's, Thor's numbers has never recovered from from, from that because the story was that poor yeah you, you get like Spider-Gwen and, mm. and uh, Miles Morales now the difference with them like Miles Morales because he's Spider-Man people took more interest in him yeah because he's Spider-Man right so people kind of and we had Signal in Batman at the moment yes yeah yeah um, but no one's taking interest no one's really bothering about them and they've just mm. been kind of like Signal's been on for the, the guy yeah. the guy's been on for years yeah, yeah. he's just recently got I suit. read uh, what did I read I think it was uh, two, uh, my worst my worst enemy my, my yeah, best yeah, yeah. my best enemy is um, the road trip with Two-Face and Batman yeah, yeah. I think Signal's in that and there was like a little short story of him. I've never read a comic with him in, but I co- he was a really good yeah. character. But again, like they've taken time to develop them. And that's what they did with Batwoman. Yeah. Batwoman, she's she's openly gay. She wants to marry her partner. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's never really spoken about. I think yeah. the first two issues, you don't even mention it or yeah. anything. Because there's, it's not not a, a, there's not yeah, a spotlight on it. It's not about her being gay. No. She's she's a superhero. Yeah. That's and, what and she that's does. That's who she is. I, 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 I kind of want that. I, you know, yeah. My con is all based about diversity and yeah, getting as many people in. So I want that in comics. We definitely, definitely but do. But I don't want it as a quick fix to no. get sales up. I think it, that you, can be, you can be unnecessarily, and you might not even mean it, but you can slip into tokenism quite easily. And when mm. you're going for diversity, you can slip into tokenism. And, and that's the sad fact. But when you do that that's not good not and, good for the industry it's not good for any industry no, to do and that. People, and i read i read an article the other week about um marvel um said they're gonna do they're gonna have like a body positive hero okay or something cool and when you think about it do we need a positive uh, you know do we need it forced upon us uh, uh, because why is you know i watch football i'm not i don't look anything like football players you am do I, you do not no am i offended by that no, no, because they're footballers. Yeah, professional athletes. Yeah, and you look at other, you know, you look at other bodybuilders. Mm. I look nothing like a bodybuilder. Yeah. If I see, it, I think, oh, how dare he have muscles? Mm. I'm not. It doesn't offend me. No. And I think we get into this kind of genre in comics now, where, yeah. we, where we're trying to appease too many people. We do have there is a there is something to be said. Like I think political correctness has its place definitely, and it is important to have, and very much so. But I think there are PC fanatics yes. out there that will be offended by anything, and people are, people can be cho- people can choose to be offended by things. They don't have to no, be offended no. by things. It's a choice. And if you don't like it, don't read it. Yeah, go away. Move, move. Yeah. Go away. I, I, you know. Don't spend any time with it. I think there's a lot of people out there now that are trying to get something out of it. Yes. So, like, everyone has the right to be offended. Everybody. If you want to be offended, you have to do yeah, right. I offend a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just on this podcast alone. Yeah, yeah. So many people. But people are trying to get things out of it. They're trying to get either yeah. further up in their business, wherever they work, or, you know, they want a free... They want, oh, I want a free comic now because you offended me at your comic yeah, con. Yeah. But that's that's what it's... We've come to a culture where that is happening. And that is... I think that's very dangerous. And kind of like looking at like Batman hmm. saying... Why can't Batman be black? Because he's not. He's come from white money. Yeah, old money. Yeah, that's where he's come from. Mm. He's come from white old money. That's who he is. Mm. That's his. That's what his family is. You know, and that's why we. That's mm. what it is. Here's here's, an, here's the thing. You've spoken about the bat wang earlier. Yeah. Uh, you know why can't we see Batman's dick? Yes. Why not? And, oh, I agree. And, and then Batman got his dick out. 
went went viral, and they were like, oh, we don't want to show Batman's dick anymore. But there was a spike in sales, but then yes. they cancelled the book yes. for whatever reason. I was just like, but you, you did that, why wouldn't that get a reaction? And it's an adult book. Yeah, it's an adult it, book for yeah. adult readers. Yeah. And it's not even, it's an outline of a dick. It's not even a full dick. I prefer his bottom, to be honest. Yeah, he's probably he's got a very very tweet tweet bottom. Definitely squats. Oh yeah, so many. How many squats a night do you think? Two hundred fifty. More. Five hundred. Does it in his sleep? I think I think he squats from like from the manor all the way down to the Batmobile. Do you think he's upside down and squatting? Yeah, he's doing upside down squats. I think I think he's walking down the steps going, "How many is that, Alfred? It's 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 five hundred, Mister Wayne. Carry on going. Fishy swirls. Yes, he's he's hiding his um. Uh, where's my cowl? Not need to do another fifty. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Sounds like your childhood. <laughs> run, run, run! You won't get your comic. But I I, I love diversity in comics. Hmm. I you know it's I'm, important. It's very and important. And that's I'm from Manchester. Yeah. You know, if I you know I, I love I love Manchester. I love New York, which hmm. are very diverse cities. Yes. You know we can't. I can't walk around and, and not. We can't live. We can't live without diversity. Yeah, in, we can't, you can't by, function without diversity. Exactly with the stuff here. So I don't. I'm not saying. Oh, I don't. I don't. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. I think it needs to be done in context. Yeah. And when when Falcon became Captain America, Mate, it wasn't. It was great. And it, the thing is, it wasn't a big deal. No. And it wasn't done as a. You know, it was done in a time. It felt right. Yeah. It felt right. And it and made it, complete sense. And there's so many... Like I was reading Alpha Flight, 1980s Alpha yeah. Flight. John Byrne. Love John Byrne. Love, love his artwork. Yeah, Amazing. Um, and they have a... There's a character in there called... Um, I think it's Roger or Robert Box. And the, the superhero name is just Box. And he is a mutant who is has no legs. Um, you know, disabled. There's uh, Puck in there who's a dwarf. Um, North Star was hinted... not He wasn't out as gay in that comic, but he was hinted at as being gay. Um, you know, there's all these kind of characters, but again, like you said, that never happened before. You never had a dwarf, a superhero yeah. as a dwarf. You never had a, a an openly gay, a later openly gay superhero, or even hinted at being gay. Yeah. Um, you know, you had all this kind of unique. Um, so, Box Roger Box is a disabled. He doesn't have any legs, uh, but he can morph metal or go inside a ro- this robot armored thing um whatever his powers are i'm not entirely sure but um something like that but again the the never happened before but it was never like a selling point it was like it was like it's great to see mm. these people represented and it's happened naturally well, and it's not it's not you know they're not making a put they're like oh look what we're doing yeah. look look we're being inclusive it's well, it's not doom patrol point. x-men doom patrol x-men great examples you know a huge lgbt fan base yeah it's who they are they're just people yeah. who, you know, one of them's got this issue, one of them's got, but and that's and it's not it's not who they are. No, you know, no one. They're still they're still superheroes. Yeah. you know, you look and think, you know, I'm a heterosexual guy who wears me pants on the outside. And I do I do think it's important that we it's done for the right reasons. Yes, no, I totally agree. Last thing I hear about comics is flippers. People not, who just flip through. No, no, people, flip to the end. People who buy a comic on your shelf and then put it on eBay for double the price. <sighs> ah. Don't like that because I want people to come back to my shop. Yes, I want people to enjoy a run of comics. Yeah. So the Spider-Man. It's about the, jo- it's about the joy and the. Yeah. Sh- and I think that's what's great about your convention, your shop, is that everybody could come. It's it's inclusive to everybody. You know, no matter what age, whoever you are, where you're from, whatever, come enjoy. It's free. You can you and you're not obviously you're encouraged to buy things because at the end of the day it's yeah. a business. Uh, and in the con as well, but you're so your love for comics is just. It, it breathes new life into into me and into various other people that go and new fans alike. And like you said, six thousand people last year for the convention. Yeah, and I, you know, it's unheard I, of. I do get very excitable yeah. about comics. I literally people have to shut me up hmm. when I talk about it because I, I they are a massive part of my life. Yeah, you know, in in pecking order in my house is like Amy mm-hmm. comics, mm-hmm. comic related action figures, mm-hmm. comic related movies, 
comic related bedding right my wife (laughs) 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 that's kind of how it goes and to be fair you know certain books might just push Amy out of the the top spot Um, depending on it yeah, depending on what if it's if yeah. it's a daredevil born again, you know. Yeah, for me it's any it's like Kelly Jones's stuff. Yeah, Kelly I love, Jones. I love his Batman, and people don't like his yeah. kind of like fingers and his big ears and his all his veins. Well, it's, uh, I mean, he's a hor- he's a effectively he's a horror character, and I love it. I, you because know? I think Batman should be scary. Yeah. Sometimes we. Well, drop, that's the whole point. <laughs> sometimes he's think, spreading fear. Yeah, he drops down his lovely lovely press suit. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Yeah. That's scary, but Wait a minute. If, if that Batman yeah. dropped down with his like, you know, yeah, the, the, the ears yeah. and everything, yeah, got, yeah. Oh my god, that's I'm not. Dark, I'm, you don't want to meet him in a dark I'm alley. Instantly going to give up crime. Yeah, you know? yeah. So done. I, you know, I, I mean, I, we are a suspicious and cowardly lot. So yes, yeah. And, and you've done it. And you've got very big ears, and I love your long cape. <laughs> oh, I love that stuff. <laughs> um, so I think we're coming to, coming slowly to an end. Um, but I just want to. Uh, I I reached out on the to the Twitter arty and the Facebook. People, the Facebook—I don't know what to call them. Community. Community, yes, yeah, community, social community. Um, so I've asked a few questions. I, I see, wanted to see if they'd ask any questions. I got one back from again, Mr. DL Keatis, Mr. Dan Keatis at DL Keatis on Twitter, and he said he wanted to ask you and me. DC, Marvel, Image, two have got to go. Which do you keep and why? I get rid of Image mm-hmm. and I get rid of Marvel. Okay, but I, why? I get rid of Marvel. Because they don't need to make comics anymore. Okay, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> because what they're putting out, apart from their book, is not great. Okay. And they put lots and lots of books out. So it's very diluted. So from from, from a Marvel point of view, uh, stick to your movies. Oh, God, so I think, I think, I mean, and again, that's kind of, that's the problem with the comic book industry. No one's buying Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to see the movies. Yeah, they <laughs> I don't think Marvel needs to put, because, you know, Disney are this big. Do we still have, do we still have the older yeah, I comics? Think, I think, we, I think is, that, is that what the question tells us? Yeah, the I think they put the honourable stuff out, I yeah. think. Or, or they do what they're doing with the kids' comics to get yeah. IDW to publish them. So we're saying, saying nothing from this point onwards. No, I think I think stop. And image, I don't really have a good reason for image. Mm. I like some of the image stuff, but some of the books are really poor. Yeah, and they last for like two issues. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to agree with you. Oh, because again, um, I've been, recently um, I've been buying a fair few on the Comicsology. There's a few a fair few sales on DC, and during the '90s there was so many runs I like to read of DC characters. That never got reprinted or or in trade paperbacks or graphic novels, but now they're right, now they're there, yeah. and I can read them. Um, I never had that, and and with Marvel, like you said, some of the, I've not read a lot of modern Marvel. Like the odd the odd book here and there, I'll read, but for the most part, I go old Marvel. I go classic Marvel, seventies, sixties, eighties, nineties. I stick with that um, for the most part because uh, I'm a nerd and I like those mm. the older ones. Um, image. I'll be honest. I prefer Vertigo, DC Vertigo. And also, I like superheroes. Yeah, I do like, and and it's it's a cliche, but I yeah. do like superheroes. DC Vertigo has put out my two favorite comics of all time: Why the Last Man and Preacher. Yeah. Um. Two, and they're not they're not really superhero books either. No, no. The the totally like to, that when I tell people that they're like what. Like what are they? Uh, obviously, Preacher has a show. Why the Last Man was going to have a show, but I think it's been cancelled already, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Which would have been really good because again, some great, strong, diverse mm. women in there. It's great, it would have been it's an amazing book. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, really but yeah, it's such a fantastic book. Um, so because because of those two things, I would ki- I would keep DC, lose Marvel, and Image as well. Yeah, but I mean, the best if you want to buy a Marvel book, mm-hmm. buy Immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk, got it. Buy that one. Definitely buy Immortal. Don't Hulk. don't we? Don't you have a guest who? Uh... I might have. I might have the writer at Oldham. Comic oh, yeah. I'm not just saying that because he's a guest. The book is awesome. Yeah, 
is so I'm, so I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on that tonight. Yeah. I'm gonna get and on some Immortal Hulk tonight. The way the way it's written and stuff, it Hulk's just different. It's a yeah. horror book. Yeah. Which so is... so so Banner died, didn't he? Yes. And then he's come back, but now he transforms every time he dies. Is that right? At night time. At night time. Transforms. Easily. So like like the like the old Grey Hulk. Yeah, very much like Grey Hulk. Grey, yeah. Grey Hulk is my favorite Hulk. Yeah. I lo- oh. I loved him when he was a a, ba- <coughs> a bouncer gangster well, leg leg Joel, breaker. Joel may be coming back. Ooh, good old Joe Fix It. I yeah, he may Fix be it. coming back. Oh, fingers crossed. Because that I would that bit, would bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Last last panel, last book. Banner turns around. His eyes have gone grey. Oh. So we think I'm pretty sure that Joel's gonna oh, come back. Please, so. please. He's he's my favourite. Uh, I read the. Uh, Early Peter David run, well, uh, Hulk, yeah. Hulk Ground Zero, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, well, when, we, when I was talking about the, that, that big box of, yeah. they, they were all Joe Fix It books, and <sighs> there were the Punisher and stuff, and he's yeah. you know, all that kind of Spider Man, McFarlane, yeah, um, stuff. So that was the Hulk. I, li- I like because I, I mean everyone likes the Hulk Smash, you know, mm. Green Hulk, but I I because pers- he's crafty, he's a la- he's like well, a ladies man. Well, that's he's he's he's, he's, a, he's horrible as well. Uh, he's, he's really horrible. Well, the, the, the Immortal Hulk's a bit. He plays with the, his victims a little bit. Yeah. He's like, Oh really? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Smash. I remember there was like a comment, and they were like, "Oh, he was like, I wish Ben Grimm was here." And he's like, "He was like, why? So he could team up with you, and you could battle this evil." And they're like, "No, so he could die first <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, immortal, immortal. and um, the um, last Captain Marvel yeah. miniseries, the life of Captain Marvel. Perfect. Um, the book's not great. The yeah. the book came after us, but the, the actual six issue, mm. I think, it was six issue miniseries, is great. Okay, so we're gonna come to an end now. Thank you very much for being my guest. Talking about comics, I love talking comics. I could go on for hours, but we can't, unfortunately. Um, so tell well, us, tell I, us. I think we can. <laughs> we could. We could just stop recording <laughs> yeah. and we do it again. We do do two lots. We could yes, do two yeah, parts. Just do it all forever. <laughs> um, so tell again. Tell everybody when Free Comic Book Day is, where the Comic Den is, where the uh, where Olden Comic Con's going to be. All that information. Um, um, free Comic Book Day is the fourth of May. Um, my shop is in Oldham, and it's on. Cha- it's called Manchester Chambers. It's the first shop we see. Come out of the spindle centre, look to your left hand side, the shop's there. Um, we sell, we do pre-orders, we sell action figures, we sell loads of graphics. And they're very cheap, and they're cheaper than Forbidden Planet. Boom, there, there and, you go. And Travelling Man. There you go. And Olden Comic Con. Olden Comic Con's 11th of May. Where? It's at um, the Quinn's Bazaar, which is slap bang in the centre of Oldham. Massive venue, got about 67 guests-ish, mm-hmm. still adding to them, so they'll get more. Uh, all free all day, lots of panels, lots of workshops. Lots of good stuff. Great stuff. And you can find the podcast on Facebook at Secret Balls, on Twitter at Dan underscore Balls. The podcast will be available on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and many, many more. Thanks again, Dan. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.